0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Wait, You're a Scout. I'm interviewing the lovely Ashley Bennett, who I met a few years ago at a Great London Northeast Wild World Scout Jamboree selection weekend. That was a bit of a mouthful. Um, so we met a few years ago and finally managed to persuade him to come on the podcast. Um, we talk everything from how to find a new group when you've moved, um, what flexible volunteering actually means and how important that can be and actually how scouting can really influence your career choice and sort of the path you take later in life so yeah it's a really good episode well obviously I'm going to say that but hopefully you enjoy the interview and uh yeah be soon. Hi Ashley and welcome to Wait the Scout.
1: Hello thank you for having me.
0: Alright thanks for agreeing to be on here. So Ashley how long have you been involved in Scouting now?
1: uh i've been involved in scouting for about 12 years now
0: okay and is that from young person like what yeah,
1: so, um i started as a scout um and then obviously i went through explorers and then i foolishly quote unquote signed up as a leader
0: <laughs>
1: I Quite managed to leave yet
0: was that the uh oh, it's only an hour and a half a week ploy <laughs> or uh
1: I said oh it's only two hours and a bit <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what is your role in scouting at the moment
1: um so currently i don't really have a role as such um i just seem to turn up chip in where needed um and yeah just i'm just sort of looking back to go to my old group at the moment
0: okay so that flexible volunteering
1: yeah yeah i'm just sort of a turn up where needed and, and and plan where according so
0: cool so which group are you looking to join back with
1: so I'm going back to the first graders and that was my original scout group um, and yeah just, just planning on going back there really.
0: Nice. So what other roles have you had so far in scouting?
1: So obviously as roles go, I've, I've had my young leaders, I've had my assistant section leader. Um, for a bit I assumed the role as the Explorer Scout Leader um, for about two years. Then I last year moved to Reading Way, and I became an assistant section leader again. And then I'm now on my way back to Crayford to become a joint Explorer Scout leader. Nice. Yeah. So
0: how did you find it, like moving to Reading and finding a group there? Because it's not. Yeah, it's it's,
1: it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. To be perfectly honest, there's no sort of set manual on it. Um, I put a group message out on first Facebook said, that hi, Dash, uh, I'm going to be moving to Reading soon, what's about? And I got a little message in my inbox, introduced themselves, and and that's really where it went from.
0: Cool. And so was that, I did that work as, like, close to home and with work, did that sort of, like, fit doing
1: that? As long as as you're honest with people, um, because my job's quite hectic, and, you know, I, I can be working Friday, for example, or suddenly I'll have it off, or... And suddenly something changes, i can be finishing at one. And you can just, yeah. So it, it fits quite well. Nice and five minutes away and it's the train back. So,
0: yeah. nice. nice. So we should probably talk about what you actually do for a day job.
1: Yep. So I'm a police officer in London's Met. And my workload is sometimes very little. And that's been a while since it's been very little. <laughs> and it, it sometimes does get in the way of scouting as sort of life. And yeah, basically what I get up
0: to. <laughs> so how did you, what made you decide to join the police, like go into that sort of career?
1: Um, I think it boils down to scouting. Um, there's a lot of similar things that I do in my job. I have a lot of you know scouting-based things. So I'm a big, I'm on a very small team. Um, we're very close-knit. So it's like being on your first summer camp, really. You get used to those people and you work very well with them and you get that banter and working towards that common objective a lot of the skills that i learned in scouting so the whole leadership role time management resources and very big on first aid yeah it just fits perfectly really it sort of goes hand in hand
0: nice cool so how long have you been in the police force now
1: so i've been a police officer for about four years um and it has sort of impacted my scouting in, in terms of turning up but they've About quality rather than quantity, isn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, with your scouting, um, I know you've been on quite some pretty epic sort of overseas adventures. Do you want to tell us a little bit about some of those?
1: Yeah. So, my first adventure internationally was back in 2011, and I went to Austria on a county trip. The best part of must be about between three and four hundred of us. And um, we went to a place called Tyrell. Uh We all each sort of had a village.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: and, yeah, it just, you know, it, it was sort of like a big summer camp, really. But you got to meet different people from all over. You met, you know, foreign scouts as it were, um, in, in its own sense, a mini-type Jamboree environment. And yeah, just it was a great experience all around.
0: That must be insane though to travel with like three four hundred other scouts being like oh yeah we're all just gonna rock up to this country
1: (laughs) yeah so i think the first you know you you obviously you get on your coach and you meet your group weeks before you're going and you get to know each other and then you sort of become friends and then you get on the coach and you're like oh as you start arriving at like the airport or you know in my case the port and you're like oh there's other scouts find other scouts that aren't even going on your trip that are going to like Candlestag or off to france or spain or wherever it is and um you know you, you sit down you talk and before you know it you're playing cards on the ferry over and you've made an- another set of friends before you know you've carried on with your journey
0: uh, that sounds amazing as well like so was that as a scout or as an explorer you went on that trip
1: so that was as an explorer um i was with another group so I started off as an explorer with a group nearest did that and then came back uh, that year my original scout group set up an explorer group so I went back.
0: Oh cool so what other sort of trips have you been on since then so if that was your first one. Yeah
1: so the next year I went back to Austria again with my then new explorer group roll forward um, a few more years we went off to France in, in southern France um on a 13 14 day trip we met with some locals there and then rolled forward another two years we went all the way to Spain um and then had another 14 days there coming back and I think next year they're potentially off to Italy again
0: oh wow that'll be amazing
1: yeah That's so
0: these trips kind of taken the one week away camping a week away sort of being hosted by people or have they all taken like sort of different formats
1: so they're all sort of organized in uh, for those that have been to candlestack kind of sort of like that um, it's just sort of take your normal summer camp and think of it abroad like it's all been, <laughs> you know it's, no, nothing seems to change just the distance and obviously the types of things you're experiencing but the accommodation and, and the general setup pretty much the same
0: that's cool. So, any plans to lead one of these big trips yourself, or?
1: Yeah, um, I have been asked to go for my permits, um, so I need to get that under my hat. Um, I've done a few summer camps, um, not had it signed off though, <laughs> rather foolishly. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, I, I'd, I'd like to take a small group away at some point and potentially, you know, have them do their Explorer belt or something.
0: That'd be cool. So, um, which awards have you currently got in scouting? So, you're talking about the Explorer belt. Have you done that yourself, or?
1: Heck, um, <laughs> um, I think the highest I went to was the top of the Explorer. I think it was platinum. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Um, biggest regret was I didn't complete my six months. Um, I went all the way planning my expedition, did the expedition. I did my sixth I did a skill. There was something else that I missed for my Green Scout. And I said, Yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And before I knew it, it hit twenty five. Oh. So rather foolishly, take note people listening. <laughs> do that don't do that. and um, be, be on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you think that's something you'll be pushing as a in your new role as an explorer leader then? Yeah, so
1: most of my explorers i'm pretty keen to see them get their awards and when they go to uni so I, when i was running it three years ago i made sure that wherever they were going i sent a message to the local group until the, here they are they're, they're 18 plus if anything they can get involved with and give them a message
0: that's really cool, cool. yeah
1: and then when they come back just making you know not that i'm their leader anymore but keeping tabs on what they're up to Uh, making sure they're making some progress and i'm pretty sure they're all getting 22 23 now so they're all well on their way to getting their awards and doing one better than i
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've done that though going do you know what i kind of messed up here but i'm gonna do something that will help others get it like that's the whole role that's
1: that's what being scout leader is isn't it You, you want people you know you've done what you've done and then you're there to elevate them to do better than you could have and that's that's the whole you know whole point of it really
0: yeah so what do you think sort of changed over your years in scouting because like you said you've done it for like 12 years now seen it as a young person and a leader what's the big stuff that you think's changed
1: for you Um, definitely the way I view it it's gone from that crazy thing that I sort of didn't know what I was doing on a Friday night at around seven o'clock to it sort of becomes a way that you you do and view things so so for example uh your whole uniform I know people don't like talking about this subject but for me, for example, um, it's, I sort of took away taking a sense of pride in how I look and, you know, turning up, ironing the shirt, making sure it looks apart, the And then that's affected my life my as a police officer because now I have to dress a certain way and make sure things are done. And yeah, it, it, it just sort of very much shapes the way you do things. It, it, it just changes over time. Um, I've definitely seen things become more inclusive and um, I'm very pro. Um, so when I was neck when i was 13 i think i was on one of my first sort of uh well not one of my first but one of my last sort of summer camps and we all gathered around the table and one of my friends made a he said i've got something to tell you I've got to tell you oh what is it and he came out on camp you go back two years prior to that and and that wasn't the kind of environment you could do that um so scouting has very much changed in the sense that it's very inclusive it's sort of empowering people to you know actually i belong here i have that sense of belonging it's a place that i can come and be myself and it's been nice to watch that progress because now as an explorer leader i've got it doesn't matter who you are really um you know i've got kids coming down and it's I, i've lost count of, of where they are what they're doing but you know they, they love being there and that's that's ultimately what it is
0: that's really good and especially like to hear how passionate you are about that that you know I think I think that's
1: important really because you see so many kids or not kids but you see so many people, you know, wishing for that sense of belonging and having that space and it's it's nice to be able to not only be a part of it, but to encourage that kind of environment where people can come down and do what it is that they do best and that's being themselves.
0: Yeah. So what what advice do you have for people that are a bit sort of struggling with that or not sure how to if they if they are making their group feel as inclusive or as warm, you know, it's one of those things that you think you're doing it right. But what advice would you have to share
1: um i think from a scout leader's point of view i think very much being honest with, with your explorers um every year i sort of well when i was running out i'd sit down at the start of the year and go okay i'm not a leader here what do you want what do you want to do tell me what's going on in your lives and, and we can work with that because it's very good setting a term plan if you don't understand the people that you know obviously it's like a manager type role and if you don't understand the people that you've got to work with nothing's going to get done. For they could have X, Y, and Z going on in their lives, and that might be why they're off one evening, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think having an honest conversation and being aware of what's going on in their lives is, is imperative, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. especially because, you know, as an adult, the amount of times I've forgotten, like, oh, you're half of them aren't here, why aren't they here? Oh, it's exam season, like, of course they're not here.
1: Yeah, like, you, you know, you turn up, you've got an... Sometimes it can frustrate you, and you end up being unnecessarily frustrated and then you come back and then obviously that can affect the next week and like, oh sorry skip that's because you know like, yeah all right actually you know take yeah so yeah it's just being aware of, of what's going on i think
0: cool. well it sounds like you've been, like really kind of connected with that explorer section would you say that's sort of where you fit best in scouting or have you ever thought about going to beavers cubs or anywhere else <laughs>
1: I work on sort of. I enjoy the whole scouting. I really do. Um, I think because that was the first group where I started from them joining, and then over time, over that sort of four-year period, that you know, that's where the, the, the explorers that I sort of seen come through. And, and I think that was my first real group. Um, so I'd be open to anything. I've done beavers before um and i still maintain that you can take a beaver program and take it to the nine o'clock session with explorers and run it
0: 100 percent yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) their attention spans are sort of similar
0: (laughs) yeah it's the actually explorer age they do sometimes need to switch off and be kids again and uh i think a beaver program lets them do that it does
1: and i think that's important because they've got so much going on in their lives and you know they've got exams they've got all these weird things that being exposed to and it's sort of their first sort of experience of becoming an adult or experiencing adult life and I think you know when they get it's stressful you don't know what's going on we've all been there um, and sometimes it's just nice to go you know what this whole hour I'm gonna enjoy myself yeah so, you know as much as we joke it is nice to do that for
0: them yeah definitely so um, what advice would you have for anyone that's going from Explorer age turning 18 and thinking what do I, what should I do as a leader? Like, do I what role should I take on?
1: Um, I think you you got to have a nice conversation with yourself. Uh, so if you're off to uni um, and you want to be you want to stay, I honestly say that perhaps becoming a leader might not be for you um, because you know if you become a full time leader, it's that expectation that you're going to be involved. Not to say you shouldn't. Um, you can become an occasional helper. So. You know, you, you're still in the leader's T-shirt. You're still coming and helping out. It's just, you know, a slightly different role. Um, potentially, you could become a networker. I'm not particularly big on network myself. Not to say it isn't for everyone. I just didn't didn't make that click because I preferred working with explorers and scouts, um, whereas some people, they enjoy being amongst people their own age and going off and doing things and, and, and doing that. So... It all depends on what you want. If you want the friendship and you want to be able to go off and do activities and be amongst your peers, I'd, I'd advocate that you do network. If you want to go and work specifically with young people and you know, build that term plan and, and see them advance, I'd, I'd become a leader. If you haven't got the time for either, become an occasional helper. That's, you know, there's options out there for you.
0: Cool. So uh, what's your favourite memory from scouting?
1: Oh, cool. um, that's a question, isn't it? <laughs> quite the question. i have to think back to 12 years. Um, don't know, to be quite honest with you. I've got a few. A few. I think one of the, the big ones for me was well, my first summer camp up in Yorkshire. So I think that was in 2007, actually.
0: Okay.
1: And... Um, I, 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 you know, I had no idea how to cook. I had no idea how to do anything. And I woke up the next morning after our first night. So dinner had all been cooked for us. Yeah, great. And then I was let loose on a trangie for the first time with my breakfast. And I was like, all right, right, got to cook this. What do I do? And he's sitting around going, what do I do? You know, this, this, is, this is different. And then everyone else cooking their breakfast and still looking like, to do give it a go and then before i knew it my now friend patrick came along and he went okay this is what you do he, he'd done this before and then i was in a group of three eventually and i made some friends so i think you know that that whole thing looking back on it has become a fond memory because it encompasses everything scouting's about i didn't know what i was doing i was amongst a group of people i didn't know particularly well they helped me through that. They helped me through my first summer camp to taught me a skill and now we're the best of friends. So,
0: That's really cool. And it's something so simple as well. Like when you're at that age, you don't always think like, I don't know how to use a bit of kit. You don't always expect that suddenly you're going to get a best friend. They don't actually know how to use that kit as well.
1: <laughs> it's handy, isn't it? And it you, know, you, just, you just look back on it and, and that's led to future summer camps where we've had the best of times together and it all rolls back to that moment where it's like, actually, this is what it's all about. And it's gone on to the other thing.
0: yeah so um with that whole bit of friendship obviously when you sort of you're in explorers and scouts and it feels like it's quite easy to make friends at that point but when you get into say, your 20s sometimes it can be harder yeah. do you think scouting is one of those places where you've been able to still make friends and create those close connections or for those struggling with that what advice would you have
1: yeah so i think as a kid it can be quite daunting um when you join you're in that group of people that obviously they're all talking and you're sitting there make a friend in a minute hoping someone talks to me and then eventually it happens i can't explain there's no sort of formula for it it just sort of happens um and that could be you put in a group suddenly you start getting involved in the conversation, and it goes from there um or in my case you're on summer camp and then that something like that happens um and eventually you start to just have that confidence where scouters are scouters. You can go to any camp. Um, I particularly remember going on this regional um, manager's course with uh, the then regional commissioner, uh, Dean Jeffries. And he put us all these scouts in there, 18 plus, into this room. Before you know it, pack of cards on the table. And I, we all know this game called Spoons, and we all went, would you like to play Spoons? Now, once you start learning up all these... Worky little scouting things you know it you know it just connects everyone um so yeah there's that um i think if you struggle with that um i think just being honest really just being like you know because scouters they're, they're university friendly i have yet to meet someone on a camp that i have not i might not have liked to start with but at, by the end of it you're laughing and you're joking um, i think as long as you're honest about that as long as you go "Look, hello can i come in and join in and, yeah, you'll be accepted. And before you know it, you'll be having a laugh and a joke. So, yeah.
0: Cool. And actually, it's, it is true what you're saying. Like, sometimes it is the silly things that connect you, like playing a card game or just doing that sort of like, oh, we're all in the same shirts, therefore we all like at least one thing. Like, we have that one thing in common. Yeah,
1: like, you know, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? And I think if you really all sat there and you got five or six people around the table and you all were to describe summer camp, and you're able to write it down, I can guarantee you there's going to be a lot of similarities. And they're all all the same experience, but they'll all be from a different viewpoint, but there will be similarities. And I think that's important to remember that when you're around that table, you know, actually all of these people at some point have been in your shoes, but they might be at different stages. And I think that's why we all get along so well.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like everyone has that one story of like the time their tent didn't work properly or the weird animal you saw on a hike. Like they're the things that we all have in a different way. Yeah. I think I think that's that's
1: quite an important thing to note, really. It doesn't matter where you are, and I think that comes down to being scout, doesn't it? And that's yeah. the whole point of it being universal. Yeah.
0: So you uh, mentioned the um manager's course that you did. Could you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so um Whilst I was finding my feet as a quote-unquote very young adolescent leader, um, I had a tendency to be a, be a bit rash, as it were. <laughs> um, it was all in, all in the best interest, I promise. Um, and then a chap called Dean Jeffries um, gave me a message and said, look, come down here and we'll... we'll have a, a course for you where you can learn about different leadership types and different kinds of scouters and it was all about you know where where are we taking scouting in a couple of years because ultimately that there is different ways of doing things so we've got district commissioners and county commissioners and youth commissioners and whatever kind of commissioner you can think of now <laughs> um if, if there's an area that's a commissioner for it and it's all about how different people can bring different things to the table and there might be a different way of thinking for that problem. And you know, open my eyes to, you know, I'm I'm very black and white in terms of this is the problem, this is the solution, this is how we're gonna apply it. And I can be very forthcoming with how we're gonna do that. They open my eyes up to okay, I see the problem this way, but X, Y, and Z I might not have even considered. Whereas person to my left and person to my right and the person behind me is all clean at that side and they come up with a different solution, and you know when you sit there and you work together and you go, actually, I haven't considered this, I haven't considered that, but this works.
0: Yeah. So is that something you've definitely seen? Like you're able to apply to the day job and to other areas of life as well? Or
1: yeah. So going on from that now, um, my going back to my job. Um, it's it's over my so I used so I was at that point I just joined the police and I saw crime being very black and white it's either happened or it hasn't happened and there's either X Y or Z. Um, so with my day job now it's opened up that sort of grey area for discretion um, where it's like well actually this has happened but it might have happened because of this so therefore we might not have to do that because of this. Um, so applying that is the problem this might not necessarily be the best cause or course course of action to take have I considered doing it this way or that way and then you start to ask other people about ideas um so yeah I think it's definitely changed the way in which I do things
0: that's good to hear as well like that your scouting opportunities have actually gone into your day job and it's not just like oh yeah I've learned how to be a better scout leader it's
1: no, I think you know it, it's definitely it's not just about being a scout leader. ultimately it's yeah, a bit of self-improvement um, and, and that affects everyone really so I come back as being not only a better scout leader or a better scouter but also come away as a better individual but also come away being a better police officer so all of these things are applyable and it's all work in sync.
0: Yeah definitely. <laughs> so have you got any um, big plans for the new explorer unit well your new role in an explorer unit any big plans and things you want to put into action?
1: Yeah, so um, I, I've been speaking to the other leader and it's been going sort of all right. Um, he says there's, there's a few things that need to change. So I think I'm looking forward to going back, taking stock of what's going on and, and, and then going from there. Um, I just want to, I think I'm really looking forward to getting to know who the kids are, what their strengths and weaknesses are um, and, and seeing what they want from it and being able to, Sort of take it forward in in the direction that they want
0: so very much sort of youth led rather than leader led yeah I'm,
1: like, don't get me wrong I I think that the the Scout leader obviously or Explorer leader is there to you know, come up with plans um, but not necessarily is there all the time to do that I think that so from my experience as being explorer Scout the it was all very youth led we said, look, this is what we want to do. Um, how do we go, go about doing that? And then leaders would come back with option A, option B, option C, and, and determine its feasibility and, and go from there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very big on the kids being able to decide what they want to do. Sometimes how they want to do it, we'll have a bit of a disagreement sometimes, but ultimately, <laughs> as long as what they're doing is legal and what they're doing is safe <laughs> and it's financially feasible, then, yeah
0: the top three big questions there say again uh sorry the top uh the big top three there you know making sure it's legal feasible and uh financially actually gonna happen yeah you get some odd suggestions sometimes don't you you
1: do um I think I think the wackiest one that I've ever seen was we want we want a monster truck competition and I was like right well I'm sorry guys as much as fun as that would be like, you can't do that a it's expensive b none of you can drive i'm not even sure we've got insurance for that
0: <laughs> yeah i can just see that going through an exec uh yeah i'd like to buy four monster trucks please <laughs>
1: um no <laughs> well interestingly we did um so it's it's all about opening the to it, really so we had one of the explorers suggest we want to fly between right and I, just did it, and I was like yeah, that's going to be a straight no, Like, absolutely not. And then one of the other explorers, well, stand by, Ash. Uh, uh, we might have some options here. So I was like, okay, well, what options have we got? And they said, well, we can't necessarily fly a plane, but we have got access to a simulator. Uh, okay, that's, that's a bit different, isn't it? And I said, you know, well, they're expensive. And they said, well, they are, but what about if we do some fundraising?" To, to buy this later time, and I thought, okay, that could work. And then, so they might have to, you know, do a little bit of the yeah, the, the cost of it themselves. But eventually, we did the bag. We did backpacking. We did a, a, a i forget what it's called, um, the market of thing. Yeah. And yeah, eventually, we we you know we we bolted it down to about thirty quids. Um, person and they got an hour on the simulator, like each sort of time. So, about 10 of them. So, we had it, and we had their books all day. And yeah, they all got to, quote unquote, fly a plane, which, you know,
0: that's it wasn't,
1: cool. quite, it wasn't quite flying a plane, but we achieved something similar.
0: Yeah. And I suppose, like, that's sort of what scouting's about, like, getting you to think outside the box, try and challenge, like, well, how do we make that possible and feasible? Like,
1: about having that conversation with them it's like that's the plan they want to do you give them an option and then you give them a like okay this is what it's good this is what we can do yeah work with that and then if they're willing to work with that you you encourage them or you give them incentives in order to complete that goal yes. so,
0: yeah that's how that works that's <laughs> So what are you uh, looking forward to most then when you head back into sort of explore a leader role? Is there anything you're really like looking forward to doing in particular or any worries, actually? Um,
1: I haven't got any worries. Um, I'm most looking forward to getting back. Um, sounds really sad, but for me, I think we all, we all carry this little torch for our first group. Um, and for me, that's where scouting really is. You know, I've scouted in other places. I've been to other groups. But it's not quite that full. Cool. It's not quite got that same smell. So I'm just looking forward to being back to my old group. Um, you know, seeing some familiar faces and and, and carrying on doing what I've done for the best part of twelve years.
0: Well, that's really nice. And especially that you kind of get to give back to that group. Yeah. As well.
1: It, it's like, honestly it's given me so much that that to so that that place and those leaders. They they've you know they've me so many opportunities to do things travel the world you know do some adventurous activities add a couple of things to my cv and 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 really shape the person i've become so it's nice to think when i go back you know i i do these things that in 10 years time there's going to be a load of other scouts that go forth come up to explore become leaders and, and go into the big wide world
0: that's really nice. Okay, so you've been scouting for 12 years now. Mm -hmm. If, say, in the next 12 years, you could plan out all the big opportunities of what you'd like to do, so internationally or anything else, what would your top three be?
1: So I think I would like to become desk at some point. I would like to go to a jamboree, an international one. Um... I think at some point I would like to have a go at being in GSL.
0: So that's sort of taking that management skills and sort of yeah. managing other volunteers.
1: Yeah, I think that there's definitely a lot to be said in the way that we do things. Um, some really good and I think that they should be promoted. I think there's definitely a culture of we've always done it this way therefore we're going to keep doing it this way that exists and not to say that's bad but I think somewhat I've picked up about you know other people having different ideas and creating environment where that's positively encouraged to think outside of the box and present your ideas um I'd like to see you know the desk role change a little bit um being more involved with, with the explorer groups and and actually know what's going on um, and then obviously the Jamboree actually going and experiencing it and, and having a bit of fun.
0: So is that any sort of international Jamboree or World Scout Jamboree in particular?
1: Um, I, I, I think obviously that the World Scout Jamboree would, would be the dream um, but I think that any sort of international Jamboree would, would really really put the the bill on this one
0: nice well it sounds like you've really kind of got that sort of i don't want to say plan in your head but at least you've got that sort of where you want to grow with your volunteering sort of set out which is you know nice to hear that you're going to stick around for another 12 years
1: Uh (laughs) yeah um i think that there's there's a lot to be said for it i don't plan on going anywhere fast (laughs)
0: awesome well ash thank you so much for coming on the podcast it has been great talking to you and finding out sort of how your scouting fits in with your day job and how it sort of helped you grow so thank you for sharing those stories with us
1: thank you very much for having me thanks ash i'll see you later
0: i hope you enjoyed that Um, interview as much as i did um it was really great speaking to ash and actually talking about sort of how he sees his scouting really influence the rest of his life which is something that i think as a leader you don't always realize how much of an impact you can have and actually as a young person you don't realize how much impact scouting can have on you and it was great to actually hear about that importance of sort of flexible volunteering really coming through again and hearing a young person going yeah actually i still want to do this even when i move i still want to keep up all of my scouting so yeah it's great to hear If you are at Gilwell Reunion this weekend, so from the 6th to the 8th of September I'll be there too. Um, So if you want to have a chat, just come and say hi or you want to be on a future podcast episode, please do come and find me. Um, If you follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook, just search for Wait You're A Scout and you'll be able to find it. Um, So yeah, keep an eye out on those. Send me a message on any of those channels and I will try and come and find you. Um, You you can also, see where I am because I'll be doing lots of Instagram lives and stuff from the event. I've already got a couple of interviews lined up to do during the weekend, so I'm sure I can squeeze in a few more. Um, so, hopefully, see you then. If not, don't forget you can always rate, review, and subscribe to the episode on whichever. Podcasting channel YouTube to listen through. Um, yeah, they always do really help and means that more people find the podcast. So to do. Thanks, guys, and speak to you soon.